When summer ends and the air turns cool, the time has come to go back to school. Welcome back to Deep in Bear Country, a Berenstain Bearcast. I'm your host, Phil Gonzalez, and this week, as you heard up top, we are heading back to school. Now, not back to school like we did a few weeks ago when I just sort of did a solo episode with a book called uh, The Berenstain Bears Back to School. This is not The Berenstain Bears Back to School, which we covered already. This is The Berenstain Bears Go Back to School, the confusingly titled book that is completely unlike any of the other books that we've covered in which the Bear Cubs go back to school. This is one of the HarperCollins publishers' uh, large format, full color storybooks that came out. There was a, a, a few of them. They did not do very well. Uh, Mike was very candid about that. These are some of their least successful books. They tried to do large format storybooks to sort of tap into that market. People were not interested. They got remaindered a lot. You can usually find them for pretty cheap online. But this is from 2005 uh, when the Berenstains, Stan and Jan and Mike were attempting to tap into other markets, seeing where they could play around in, uh, what other stuff the Bears could do besides the 8x8 uh, floppy paperbacks. And what better way to celebrate a new style of books than to put out one about going back to school, which is one of the first first-time books. So how does this one fare, and how does it apply to children's experiences today? Like, not like in this era, but like today, today, like literally today. Why do I mean literally today? Because today is literally the first day of school here in the Minneapolis Public School District, and appropriately enough, I have as my guest someone who started school today, her first day of fourth grade. Please welcome back to the show, Mitzi. Mitzi, welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. What? Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. That's, so a, uh, a guest would usually say, thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for having me. I totally believe that you've been dying <laughs> to thank me for having you. You should thank your mother for having you, in any case. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, the first day of school. So Mitzi, um, we read this book together. Yeah. Parents and Bears Go Back to School. Mm-hmm. And so there's not a whole lot of story here. Why'd you just do that voice? I mean, yeah, but... There's not a whole lot of story here. No, no, there's not. <laughs> uh, but what story there is here, why don't you let our audience in on the in on the secret? The basic plot is they're waiting for the bus. The big orange bus comes mm-hmm. with, what's his name, Jerry? Jerry? Who's Jerry? <laughs> Gus? You mean Gus? Yeah, Gus. <laughs> Jerry. You know, Jerry, the bus driver that we've never met. Jerry, everyone's favorite Berenstain Bears character. I don't think there's ever been a Berenstain Bears character named Jerry. <laughs> Maybe there's a Barry Seinfeld parody somewhere along the line, but there's never been a Jerry Bear. Although now that I think about it, that would be a good name for a bear. See? Jerry, Jerry Barry. Bear. No, this this is Gus. Uh, who do the Cubs wait with, though? Um, Apparently, Cousin Frez and Lizzie. Yeah. Fred, not Frez. Cousin Frez. <laughs> Cousin Fred and Lizzie, and then just kindergartners. Some terrified kindergartners. The faces, they're like crying. Mm-hmm. Do you remember your first day at kindergarten? You cried. No, you didn't. No. I'm totally kidding. You did not cry. But some kids did. I did not cry my first day of kindergarten. But uh, I just looked at you like, what are you doing to me? Yeah. <laughs> so they get on the, the, the Gus bus. <laughs> uh, they bid a fond farewell to their parents. Uh, you never bid a fond farewell to me. No, that's actually true. Because I used to wait for the bus with you. Yeah. There was like this weird, like we never were sure like when we were supposed to stop waiting with you. Like culturally in the area 
Yes, so, you were culturally supposed to stop waiting for so me. So eventually we just kind of, I think it was just when you got sick of us going outside with you. Yeah. But you would head on to the bus and you would just ignore us. Yep. You wouldn't look out the window or nothing. Yeah, these cubs were weird. They waved and they, smiled. These cubs are weird. They love their parents. Uh, so they get to the bear country school the sunny dirt road apparently leads all the way to the school there's only one road in bear country it's sunny it's dirty and it leads to the school um there's a lot of classrooms are waiting white birds are waiting oh yeah so it sort of takes us through like it sort of cuts away from the cubs and moves us into the school to show that not only are the cubs getting ready for school but so are the teachers and everyone else i love this part so the whiteboards are waiting for the whine, whine. And, whine and screech of markers wielded by teachers. Markers wielded by teachers. Now, when you think wielded, what do you think? <laughs> I think swords. You think swords? <laughs> yes. When we read this out loud, you were like, wielded? <laughs> like, like. <laughs> and I think that's kind of what they're going for metaphorically, because the teachers do use their markers like kind of like a like they're they're wielding their like it's like ha ha like that's their weapon but instead of stabbing you to death in the heart they will stab you in the brain with knowledge um and we see a teacher with a ponytail a lot of ponytails in this book it's Uh, a mike thing yeah uh speaking of mike thing in the drawing of the classroom if you can see way up in the top there's a little banner of dinosaurs going across the top yeah and those are very mike dinosaurs remember mike got his start drawing books about dinosaurs yeah those look very much like his dinos Uh, there's also a tank of fish Uh, but who do we meet we meet Miss Polly, who never comes back. I was just gonna say now, Miss Polly is not an important character in this book. She has a ye- she has a yellow jumpsuit, whatever thing. Yeah, like a, like a kind of a long. I thought it was a yellow tracksuit, but it looked more like a long yellow sweater and yellow pants, and then a matching. She looks like band. pollen. But she is nervous. She looks like what? Pollen. <laughs> Polly pollen. Is she maybe her first name is pollen, and she's pollen pollen Polly. Miss pollen Polly, or is Polly? No, Polly would be her first name. Polly pollen. <laughs> Because we meet, because teacher, because the teachers all go by their first names. Not unlike your teachers. Yeah. Who is your teacher? Kelly. But you don't call her Ms. Kelly. Or Ms. whatever her name yeah, is. Yeah, you just call her Kelly because you go to Montessori school. Montessori. Mm-hmm. Maybe they do Montessori just without all the Sori stuff. I was going to say, I don't think they do Montessori because of all the desks. For some reason, their bus comes really early. They have time to, like, do some. Oh, yeah. Like, cheering and roaring and seesawing and jump roping and football. They cheer and roar. Uh, have you ever roared before school? No. So the kids all get the, all the buses arrive. The kids tumble off and they start like hanging out. So when I was in elementary school, we would get to school and there would kind of be a long gap before school started. Really? Like, everyone, like while everyone was kind of getting there and we were allowed to like run around and play. Yeah, but these kids have time to do fo- They are. I don't think they're playing. I don't think it's a scrimmage. I think they're just playing catch. I think one bear is oh. tossing a ball and the rest are running to catch it. I don't think it's actually like divided into teams. Uh, we see a cub courting a girl. Cub with a flower. Where is that? I never saw that. See the cubs playing football? Oh, it's right below them. Right. Yep. Uh, brother is being chased by Lizzie, which is weird. Sisters, <laughs> sisters rope jumping. Uh, then the next picture... It's this, basically the same place, just they redid the whole place. What do you mean? Like, apparently they added a few things. Well, you can't see. So the two pictures are connected. Like, you see, like, the bear holding the flower, walking to the girls, walking along a sidewalk, and the next picture is the rest of the sidewalk. 
Oh, so right. This is a big storybook. And it's in yeah, it's a big phone. book. So this is a huge. I can see where you're like, wait a minute. Where did all this stuff come from? Yeah. <laughs> now look at the merry-go-round the cubs are on. Yeah. The little push- You see the cub laying on their back? Yeah. We used to do that. We would have cubs or kids push, <laughs> cubs. The, mer- push the merry-go-round as fast as you could. One kid would hang off like that. <laughs> and you'd put your face as close to the ground as you could. What? While it went faster, much faster. It was awesome and terrifying and sometimes your face would accidentally touch the ground and you get very hurt my god yes uh plus we get a bunch of scared kindergartners down at the bottom and then this part too tall oh yeah so here comes the two talking too tall scuzz smirk and Vinny. okay so they're like the gangsters with the weird name yes too tall scuzz smirk who names their kid Smirk? I don't think that's his given name. I think that's a nickname. Guinea? What's his name? No, Vinny. Not oh. Vinny. It's not a slur. Uh, uh, too tall. <laughs> too tall is his real name, though, because we know his father's name is Two Ton. His mother's name is Two Ton. Okay, and who names their kid Two Ton? Two Ton Grizzly. He is so big. He's the biggest <laughs> man. He's the biggest man in Bear Country, and he owns the, gar- the garbage store. I mean the junk shop, the junkyard. <laughs> garbage. He owns the garbage <laughs> store. So Too Tall and his friends come pushing and shoving their way through the smaller cubs. But they are, that is, their bullying is nipped in the bud by whom? Grismer? Mr. Grismeyer. It sounds like Grismer. It just says Mr. Grismeyer who coaches sports. But we know from from the past that he is also the assistant principal. Although I cannot, dun, dun, dun. I cannot remember the name of the main principal. Principal, I can't remember the name of the principal. Principal Honeydew. Principal Honey. No, that is it true? Is it Principal Honeydew? Something like that. Oh my God, my memory. Um, Did you know that you have a very short-term memory and that you can only process and most stuff you you leave it behind in 20 seconds? But I've okay, sorry. But <laughs> I've been doing this for over five years. You think I would remember? You think that would be burned into my long-term memory by this point, not just my short-term memory? Good point. Like if you had told me the principal's name five minutes ago i probably wouldn't remember it i should remember it now principal somebody in any case they get in trouble from coach grismeyer who sends them to his office uh there's some who is the woman ringing the bell i i don't know her jane is in a different place J- teacher jane is not there she's you see her later she's dressed completely different this yeah. is some other woman lady there is a female teacher who shows up oh my gosh in the chapter book she shows up later on <gasps> Again, I can't think of her name. Listeners, if you can think of her name, please let me know. There's another teacher who shows up in the books, and I bet this is supposed to be her. Uh, she's a little more bookish than Teacher Jane. Um, in any case, all the cubs line up. They they are checking out each other's cool school supplies. Mitzi, what is the coolest school supply? The notebook. Which notebook? The math notebook. Why? Because you can draw on it. Why can't you draw on other notebooks? Who draws a geometry? Geometry is literally all about drawing. No, no, no. You draw on the math notebook. And the math. And then when you're bored, you draw on the math. And then if you're doing geometry and you get bored of that, then you draw bananas and grapefruits. And the don't forget the apples in a giant bowl. I would have said the compass because it has a sharp point that you can hurt yourself with. Cool (laughs) school supplies. So all the cubs march into school past the principal's office, past the deadly bench where naughty cubs wait awaiting their fate. Okay, they don't, like, wait their fate. They already have a fate. It's to go to school. Yeah, these principals do not determine their fate. Uh, and then we meet Teacher Jane. 
welcomes the Cubs to the first grade class. They all stand for you the... You skipped a page. Which page? The sports page. Oh, there's all the trophies. Yep, there we go. Uh, they say the Pledge of Allegiance to their country's flag. Which is our flag. Yeah, this is not the bear country flag we're used to. It does not have a bear's face. It has all 50 stars. Uh, Mitzi, did you... I This is showing you how much of a parent I am. Have you ever stood and said the yes. Pledge of Allegiance? Do you say it in school? We used to in kindergarten, but then we just abruptly stopped in like the second quarter the pledge of allegiance is weird do you know even know what it means no it means that you're you are going to obey the flag does the flag get orders that's the weirdest thing about it in the tv show i forget what it's called there's the big man or something and he gives all the grown-ups orders all the mans who's the big man i don't remember they all give all the grown-ups the orders the older you mean boss baby no (laughs) (laughs) the new boss baby's out on netflix it's choose your adventure uh so then we get the scariest picture in the whole book it's in teen titans go that big boss man dude oh teen titans go that big boss man dude you know i do not oh uh so we get the scariest picture in the history of bear country teacher jane with the scary eyes on the back of her head we get the famous drawing of a berenstain bear adult teacher with eyes in the back of her head but they're like scowling they're not like just looking they're these are angry eyes uh, these are these are angry eyes, and again, this is a drawing that has been used in another Many Berenstain times. Bears book. Um, I think it's in the substitute. I'm pretty sure that's the one it's in. If I'm incorrect, please, dear listeners, send me in a message to correct me at BerenstainBearcast dot gmail at gmail dot com uh because gmail you it's the exact same picture. The eyes in the back of the head. Uh, she actually gets angry at naughty cub Ned. Um, and then we get to the to the to the busiest part of the book, which is Teacher Bob uh, terrifying his students with how difficult third grade's going to be. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this. Okay. Meanwhile, in third grade, just up the way, which does not make sense. Start Teacher Bob starts out this way. Third grade is hard. Third grade is tough. There's no more easy first grade stuff. Keep going. There'll be geography and math and science book reports and history and self-reliance vocabulary words as long as your arm which does not either make sense <laughs> my arm is really long uh the third graders listen growing alarm i thought it said arms growing <laughs> arms <laughs> like freddy krueger's growing <laughs> arms gope says brother bear groan groan i say groan uh-huh. i don't groan i say groan groan says freddy both are wondering if they're really ready both wondering whether they're really ready you skipped a page you wanted to read though was it the page with the red house i think it was the page with coach grismeyer uh Coach Grismeyer. Oh, yeah. <gasps> yes. You really wanted to read this. I'm going to give us a chance to go back so you can read. Okay. So this is the page with Too Tall pushing the kid. Uh-huh. Yikes. The Too Tall gang is headed this way to tease the Cubs who are smaller than they. Here comes Mr. Grismeyer who coaches sport. Report to my office. Mr. Grismeyer snorts. Who snort? Go to my office. Report to my office. Mr. Grismeyer snorts. He snorts his words. I don't know what they mean by that. I think it's supposed to be like, point to my office. (laughs) I think it's that kind of thing. He's frustrated at the bad boy. (laughs) I'm frustrated at the bad boy. Don't jiggle your chins. Don't jiggle my chins. (laughs) The recess bell rings. Hooray, hooray. So the Cubs go out to play. Uh, Recess. Yeah. Keep going. They play hopscotch, dodgeball, king of the hill. 
that dodgeball game is pretty intense. These the yes. <laughs> The kid in the middle is like covering. And just <laughs> it's like a cub in the middle of a circle of cubs cowering as a, a little girl cub just nails him with a. It's not even a kickball. It's not even. It's a, it's just like a basketball. <laughs> right in the butt. Right in the butt, and it's bouncing off really high into the air. <laughs> We also get a cub who's keeping two cub who's keeping another cub from enjoying a seesaw ride. Uh, we get sister and Lizzie spinning on the swings, which looks like they're gonna die. Die. They're really. But who gets a special cameo in this? Page? The, that um, the spinning on the things oh. thing. Um, that reminds me. Whenever I'm playing with like Isabel and we're going on hikes and stuff, mm-hmm. I always tell Louie. If he was going off, like, to just look a creek or something, don't slip and fall and break your neck. I don't know why. It's just... It's good advice. You should not slip and fall and break your neck. <laughs> yeah. So who gets the cameo in this page? What's cameo? Uh, a special appearance, but they're not really called out. Oh, the Fred guy. Ferdy Factual. Oh, yeah. A Ferdy Factual that appears guy. in this page. He's not interacting with anyone. He's sitting off by himself, reading a book. Uh, but he, that's definitely pretty factual. He's in his knee high, his uh, his knee pants and his his, and his knee cap. pants. He's uh yeah, he's he's just there. I don't even think he goes to school there. I think he's just there to enjoy his book. He probably gets homeschooled by actual factual. Um, oh my god, it's like actual factual is the actual pretty factual, and pretty factual is the fake pretty factual. That's kind of what it is. Or actual factual is his uncle. <laughs> nope, no. <laughs> his drunkle. Um, and then the school day is over. They they have recess. I guess they have more class, but they don't really go into that. School day ends. They go back home. Well, yeah, it says before long comes the ring of the closing bell. Mm-hmm. Both cubs and teachers, which means they were obviously in school. And, you know, the picture, which obviously you can't see yet. Listen, people. I, th- I haven't ever said listeners. That's what they're called. They are listening. Presumably. Presumably. Uh, listeners, you cannot see this unless you somehow really fastly got this book. Um, you can't see this, but they're in school, so they obviously had more class. I think that's Teacher Bob. Yeah, Teacher Bob in front of, like, a podium reading a speech. No, I think that's, I think what you're seeing is Brother's Desk, but it's really oh. thick. <laughs> it's yeah. like he's sitting at a block. <laughs> so, it's Teacher Bob reading a thingy, and... Beside brother, which as you know is in the future because he, he, my dad said, behind him is the, what's his name? Fred? Cousin yeah. Fred. Cousin Fred. Okay, is he their cousin or something? Yes, he's. Oh, his I brother didn't know that. Cousin Fred. That's why they call him Cousin Fred. <laughs> I it's not like an like honorific. His, I thought they were like his friend or something. Nope, that is his actual cousin. Uh, well, why are they allowed in the same class? Like in my school, um, if there's like an older one and a younger one, so like if one of them is not even in kindergarten and the other one's in like third grade, then when they move to fourth fourth grade, they'll have the younger one will have the same kindergarten and the same brother and friend of the same age. Me too. Yeah, they go in different schools or classrooms. Like, why would they have to go in different classrooms? Because if Isabel and Louie are in different, but they're different ages. Yeah, that they're still both in eat one oh i see um i think it's because they only have one teacher per grade here what well it's a small school it's a small school uh the school bell rings it looks like a giant fire alarm yes yes it does um they go home the parents greet them at the door brother i love this why do you love about it the bus knows the way to the treehouse where mama and papa are waiting off the bus comes cubs noisily celebrate celebrating mm-hmm. sure. says brother we made a pretty good start look says sister i did this in art it's mm-hmm. a picture of the tree. she drew a picture of the treehouse it's lovely how lovely 
lovely, says Mama. <laughs> <laughs> it's of our home sweet tree. Um, what I love about this page is that in the beginning, they go to like a bus stop. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, but in this part, the bus drops them off at home. Wouldn't it be able to stop by every house? Yeah, so the bus picks them up at a designated stop, but I guess it takes each child to their individual how home? In the in the time book, the time book, whatever, Um, they all, like, they, in every other book, pretty much, I've read, well, whatever, they, the bus pulls up. The bus doesn't, like, pull up to a stop. The bus pulls up to their house and waits for them to come on. Maybe they change things this year. You know how, like, the bus... When you would use the bus, we, we never knew until like the day before school, like where you were going to be waiting for it. Uh, maybe it's like that in bear country. Maybe the bus stops change on the daily. And maybe that's not Gus dropping them off. Maybe that's some... That's Gus. He has a green shirt. No, that's true. I was going to say, maybe it's some weirdo who doesn't know the way around bear country. Um, so the bu- the cubs get into their double deck bed, which, which angers you so much. Yes. Yes, it does. Why? Why? It's a double deck bed. It it's a bunk decks. bed. It is a bunk bed. Not a double deck. Sounds like a ship that has two decks, which does not make sense because <laughs> ships are not supposed to have two decks. Double deck bed. No. Uh, bunk the bed. The head. There's a lot of stuff they're looking forward to. Uh, and then we sort of like go off into like this wild fantasy sequence. So they lie awake. They lie awake thinking that first day of school night, that first school day night. There we go. About places to go, about stories to write, about saving the forest, about cleaning the air, uh, about getting along with their fellow bear. Their fellow bear being an old prospector they meet up in the mountains, apparently. <laughs> sure. They could dig up old bones, discover new creatures, save the whole, save the whale and the condor. Condor? Mm-hmm. Condor. What's a condor? It is a giant bird of prey. Oh. Why would you want to save it? So when this book was written, and for many years before this, there were two big things going on in environmentalism. One was saving the whales because whales were terribly endangered, like on the verge of extinction. So save the whales was actually a thing. Yeah. Like save the whales. T-shirts and... Yep. Exactly. Uh, and also, the California condor was in danger. And so, saving the California condor was another big one. Uh, a just giant, beautiful bird that was dying out from for many reasons. So, this made more sense when it was... I'm not even going to say this has made more sense when it was written. Because it's still 2005. If this had been written in 95, it would have made a little more sense. Hey, maybe be teachers. Which, maybe be they're teachers. very young. They're, yeah, well, they're very eventually. young. And then they sleep in the dream wave because there's like this blue whitey thing that comes, follows them through their dreaming, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it goes into the house. Yes, it's in their heads now. So what I like about this book is that in the very beginning, there's, you know, the treehouse logo-y thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So. In the very beginning, we see a picture of the treehouse. It's sunrise, right? Yeah. And what I like about this is that at the end... It's a sun. It's a moon. It's yeah, it's a moonrise. Moon so I I like that. Yeah, it's it's nice. This book is. Let me find that picture of the sunrise. It's all the very beginning. Yeah, we see the sunrise. It's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I'm going to say it right now off the bat, the drawings in this book are great. Um, Except we see, for the pigtails. Here. We see a bird on top of a barn. Uh, at the very end, at the sunset or the moonrise. We see what looks like a bat flying away. Yeah. And that's kind of cool. It's like, it's nighttime. It's 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 dusk. There's still light on in the house because people are still awake, but uh, it's bedtime. And uh, so that was a, so this is, a, this is a, a nice little first day of school story. Look it, you didn't see this. Oh, and on the back is uh, a picture of the bug, the bugs, the yes. cubs getting onto the bus uh, with Teacher Gus or Gene. Mr. Gus, with Gus, <laughs> Gus the bus. 
Gus the bus? Um, yes. So they, na- they named the bus after the bus driver? Gus the bus. Uh, so that is the Varian St. Varys Go Back to School. Mitzi, uh, did you like this book? I don't know how to respond to that. I mean, it's a fine book. Uh-huh. Like you said, the illustrating's nice and that stuff. But I didn't really get the book. Like, what do you mean? Like, the way they wrote it or something. It's just... Well, it's very rhymey, very sing-songy. Yes. I think all the big storybooks for random house like this are uh there's not really much of a story yeah like there's not a there's not yeah it's mostly a book just about your first day of school which it technically looks like every day of school except for like the nervous but exactly it is just it's like every day of school. it's like, a day of school yeah because they're not really getting to know anybody anyone uh it's not sister's first day ever she's already been to school before apparently um in the jewish tradition like the first day you ever go to school you put honey on a chalkboard and lick the chalkboard so the first day that's what so your learning will always today. be sweet i've never heard of I've, that yeah i'm gonna look that up real quick uh especially jewish tradition licking chalkboard honey your mom is a torah oh look at that well, I was gonna. Say, I have never heard of this. And, and, and bear in mind, my friends, my listeners, the only thing I know about Jewish tradition is told to me directly from Alana. So uh, listen to this. Um, uh, we saying duck or duh? And the rabbi reads every letter of the alphabet, Aleph bet, and the child and the child repeats after him. And the rabbi reads all the above, and the child repeats to him. And the rabbi puts a little honey on the slate, and the child licks the honey from the letters with his tongue. And then they bring the honey cake upon which is inscribed, The Lord God gave me a skilled tongue to know. Isaiah 54 through 5. And the rabbi reads every word of these verses, and the child repeats after him. And they bring a peeled hard-boiled egg upon which is written, Mortal, feed your stomach and fill your belly with this scroll. And I ate it, and it tasted as sweet as honey to me. Ezekiel 3, 3. I don't know what any of this has to do, but licking a slate... Oh, a song by Yahoshua Yeh- Sobol in Shlomo Bar relates that in the town of Tudra, in the Atlas Mountains, they would take a child who would reach the age of five into the synagogue and write in honey on a wooden slate from Aleph to Tav. Aleph. And there, here it says, there's an attempt to make learning enjoyable. A child who licks honey from a slate and who eats honey cake and a hard-boiled egg on the first day of school a will immediately egg? understand that the Torah is as sweet as honey. From this we learn we must teach children in a gentle fashion and make learning enjoyable in order that they learn Torah with love. Um, this is from Jerusalem Post, a story from Jerusalem Post uh, that I just uh, found. It's called Torah is Sweet as Honey. Um, so it's about, you know, about making learning learning sweet for children. So I guess it doesn't specifically say exactly what your mom has said, but that, again, that was the first I'd ever heard of it. So My mom doesn't all of those traditions. Right, you probably should have done it though. We don't have a chalkboard, though. Or a Torah. We do or have a slate. Slate is just a little chalkboard. I know. We don't have one. They, use them. they do use them in Green Gables. She whipped the boys. <laughs> she whipped the boys. She smashed the slate over the boy's head. And then later they that fell in love. That must have hurt. Later they fell in love. Who? It was the boy she ended up getting a crush on. I can't remember his name. <laughs> it's been so long since we read Anna Green Gables. We um, should read that. Like the so, other books. Now, the re- one of the readings I want to talk to you before we, before we finish up here, Mitzi, your day first day of school today, fourth grade, was not at all like this. No. You did not get on a bus. No. You did not meet your teacher face to face. You did not hang out with your friends. You did not play on the playground with your friend. Why not? Because I'm not allowed to. Because? <laughs> it's virtual. Virtual. All Everything is virtual at your school. Things are very different. And I'm a parent, and I feel like terrible. 
for my child. I really wish you could go to school. Well, yeah, but it was really nice. I mean, Kelly's really mm-hmm. you have a great nice teacher. and stuff. I mean, like, we have a schedule already. She already made that. And we get to, like, have many times off if we already finished our work. Like, I had almost the whole day off because I finished the work ahead of time. Well, it sounds like even though you weren't there with your friends, you still had a good first day of school. Yeah, I mean, like... It does make me sad, though. But I understand for safety and everything. It makes sense. It's just... What a weird year it's been, Mitzi. What a weird year. Um, but that's it. That is The Berenstain Bears 2005. The Berenstain Bears Go Back to School. Uh, you can find this book used. Like I said, you can find it used and pretty cheap uh, wherever you're going. It's a handsome book. It's very tall. It's very handsome. big. It's very hardback. Uh, it's got beautiful color illustrations. Uh, the colors aren't oversaturated like happened with Berenstain Bears Safe Christmas, which we haven't gotten to yet, but which, I know Ma- but which I know Mike Berenstain was disappointed with because of the way the colors turned out. This book looks great. Safe? So yeah. Yeah, there's a Berenstain Bears Safe Christmas. We'll be getting safe? to that. Safe? Oh, I thought you said safe Christmas. And I'm like, oh, wait. I am sure they had a very safe Christmas as well. <laughs> Mitzi, thank you so much for joining me and talking with me about this book. Uh, what, what did guests say? You say, thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for having me. Uh, and everyone else, you can hear a little bit more of me this week over on, if you're on Patreon, uh, oh. patreon.com forward slash Stephen Bear Country. I am covering the book. I've been covering the Berenstain Baby Bears books. No, uh, nope. No, I've no. already recorded it. You are not on this. Don't worry. No. This week's Baby Bear book is my trusty car seat, Buckling Up for Safety, in which I not only talk about this weird book and the fact that it seems to actually tie into continuity all of a sudden. Continuity. Uh, I cover the history of the car seat. So if you're interested in that, uh, we talk a little bit about that. It's just me. It's a 15-minute episode over on Patreon.com. If you are a patron, you get all my bonus episodes. So go over there. uh, Toss a dollar or so my way every month, and you get all that wonderful goodness. Uh, Otherwise, if you want to hear me talk about the Babysitter's Club, uh, find the podcast Pizza Toast, a Babysitter's Club podcast, where me and former guest of the show, Christy Admiral, discuss the Babysitter's Club Netflix series. Uh, You can also hear me and my other child, Willow, talk about a scary story. Stories over on it's del toro time so and i've got next story is like stuff like you used to talk about movies oh we talked about movies we've been talking about short stories a lot recently so uh go over there if you just like to hear people talk about horror and spooky stuff so uh, that is it i am going to go rest my voice i'm going to go rest my eyes and i will see you all next time deep, deep in, in bear, bear country, country.